Hello, there fine people of, of the podcast world. How she caught closing the window, lottery and coming in on top of me. It's a wet day in LA. Oh, she's wet. She's as wet as a whistle. She's as wet as a seal in heat. She's as wet as a newly painted car. Some great analogies there, you know. You, you really start off in a low point, and there you go. Um, what's going on? Random podcast number one one three. Jesus, we're doing it, people. We're doing it. We're doing it well. Are we doing it well? No, I don't think so. But we're doing it. You know, you gotta get get a, You gotta get get it out there, and you do it, and then you get better. But sometimes you don't get better. You get worse, or you just plateau. Is this the plateau? Or is this the uh, the ascension? Who knows? Are we on the mountain? Or are we just walking on the plateau? God only knows. The rain has LA. It's all people are all over the shop. No one can drive. Skidding, car crashes, the whole shebang. It's a fucking disaster. I think it's. I figured out. This is my logic. This is my theory. I used to do maths theorems, theories in school back in Ireland, and now we're in LA and we're applying maths to the way of life here. They like to say math in America, but you know it's maths, mathematics. It's a plural word. Um, so my theory is that everyone in LA is horny. That's it's a horny place. People have horns everywhere. Horns. I was going to do a hee-haw, but that's more of a donkey than a horn. But there you go. That's the new word for it. That's the new sound for a horn. Hee-haw. You horny? Hee-haw. <laughs> Love a bit of hee-haw in the January rain. What's wrong with her over there? She's hee-hawing away. Uh, so I feel like it's a horny place. And then when the rain comes down, the rain makes the place hornier. People get hornier. They're more turned on. They can't focus. They're freaking the fuck out. They're like, the rain. Oh, God, the rain. I miss the rain. Why do people pretend to love the rain? It's strange. And why do people ask me, do you miss the rain? Down in Africa. I miss the rain down in Ireland. No, I fucking do not. Do you miss the rain in Ireland? Are you psycho? Are you psychotic? So yeah, they can't drive. They go blind from the horniness between the rain. The overall climate in LA is horny and you add rain on top of that. It's too much horniness. People freaking out. They're fucking masturbating in their cars. They're freaking out. Driving, they're hitting poles, but they don't care because they're masturbating and they came. That is weird, isn't it? People masturbate in their cars while driving. I don't know if any dudes do it, but dudes have to do it. I know women have told me they've done it. And if women are doing it, you better believe your bottom dollar that men are doing it too. Having a sneaky wank in the car, stuck in traffic. Homeless man begs for change. Little does he know that. Little Simon. Simon's driving home. Simon's horny. Simon has a wank. Now the poor homeless man had to see that. All the horniness. Um, yeah, I remember this one girl was telling me one time, she's like, yeah, I would just be driving around. If I get horny, I'll just start masturbating. It's like, what? Well, that's why no one can drive. You can't masturbate and drive. Come on, people. It's crazy. It's crazy. You, don't, you won't even care if you crash either. You'd be like, oh, take me home. Take me home country roads. 
That's what uh, we say in Ireland when you want to orgasm. Oh, take me home, country roads. Oh, take me to the top. Oh, Nelly, slow down. Slow down, Nelly. Slow down. Uh, so, yeah, it's rainy. That's, that's where we got the pointed info there that I was trying to tell you. Try not to be sexual, but you know, it doesn't work. For some reason, just the, the rain and the harness and thinking about Africa and, oh, Nelly. Oh, Nelly. Didn't work. It's great, great weather for methods. Dealing with a lot of methods recently, it's unfortunate. There was this, so like, there was this, uh, I feel like we're on methods now. I hate that on your iPhone, you got that screen time. If you don't know what that is, it's a little, you click in settings and screen time, and then it shows you how long you've been on your phone and what apps have you been using on your phone. And you're like, ah. Oh, so today, how long have I been on? And you check. I'm going to check now. It's it's depressing, though. That's the only thing. It's depressing and it's raining outside. No, thank you. But let's check today. So far today, it's almost 4 o'clock. I've been on it 5 hours and 25 minutes. I don't want to be Instagram messages and Twitter. I don't want to be on all this. I don't want to be. Let me go, Jesus. Let me go. It's depress- even more depressing when you look at like the last seven days. Jesus, this is brutal. So the last seven days, I averaged nine hours and 40 minutes on my phone a day. That can't be right. Almost 70 hours on my phone. I almost spent the full fucking day on Instagram. 23 hours and 2 minutes. I gotta get off it. I have to cut it loose. I'm gonna try and delete it from my phone. And then I'm only gonna check it in the morning and at night. Because that's too much. Messaging, sorting stuff out. I feel though it's tough. Comedian wise. Because you're on it. Responding to people. Growing your base. All that gibberish. Writing jokes. If I was to cut all that, what would happen? I would have a happier life. I know for a fact I'd be happier off it. My brain wouldn't be as dumb. It wouldn't be as shallow. I wouldn't always be looking, what's next? What's next? What's around the next corner on the social media world? Oh, it's bro- I'd be able to read a fucking book again, start to finish. Instead of start, puttering away, put, 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 put. It's fucking awful. I have to get off it. I had a buddy ask me, would I go to a, a cabin in the woods as a writing retreat? 30 days, no social media. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Oh, how I'd love to do it. Could I do it? I could, but I'd probably freak out for it. It'd be like detoxing. I don't know if I can go off booze easily. It'd be like detoxing off baby powder on my balls or chapstick. <laughs> That's what I'm truly addicted to. If I leave the house and my phone, there are my three true addictions. I feel it's your social media is worse too when you're like, or being addicted to it when you're single. Because you're like, oh, well, I'm not alone if I'm talking to all these people on the phone. Who's lonely? Not me. Who's alone? No, I got my friends all around the world. Maybe that's why I don't sleep either, too. I sleep brutal. I can't remember the last time I fell asleep before two in the morning. And then I probably wake up at if I'm if it's a good night, I'll probably wake up at eight. Sometimes I might kip again till ten if I can, but usually I'm up. And that's usually 
oh Christ because I say people in Ireland if I'm going to bed at 2 people in Ireland are just getting to work at around 10 or they're up and we're chatting having a laugh with the lads messaging parents and family and then it's like oh it's 3 and then you're in the middle of a fun conversation on a group chat and you're like ah oh, it's 4 and then you're like ah oh, jeez I gotta get sleep before 5 and then you get sleep before 45 and you wake up at 10 o'clock and you're just like, oh, why am I tired? Why am I tired? What's on Instagram? What did I miss last night? Give me a hit. That's what it must be like being a fucking meth addict. You're up doing some meth. I'll do some more and do some more. And then you wake up and you're like, ah, oh, I'm so tired of meth. And then you just do some more. You're like, ah, do you know what will fix this? More meth. And then you're just living a dream. But I bet you if you were going out with someone, I don't know how people eat her anymore. I'm like, how would you share a bed with someone? I spoke about that last week. It was like, um, okay, we're in the same bed. have to be huge. It have to be the size of a room. I need a room-sized bed, please. So there's plenty of space. No body heat besides my own. But at least then you'd have someone there and they could be like, you got to get off your phone. If I'm with my buddies, we're all on our phones. So there's no like, oh, maybe that's a bad thing. Maybe that's why I was like, oh, the perfect date would be to meet a girl. You just sit in silence and you're on your phone. <laughs> you're just, you've got that nice silence where you don't need to talk. You don't need to impress. You can just go do your thing. But now I'm beginning to see that's not, that's not the best. Imagine going for a walk on the beach. Going out for, oh, let's go for a walk on the beach. And then let's go, we can go walk and we can go walk along this little river footpath and you're walking away and you're like, fuck my phone. I don't need it. But then you're probably like, oh, I should take a picture of this beauty. But you can still take pictures. You just don't have to fucking post or check or get the fucking hit of how many likes. I had like the Laugh Factory posted a clip of my stand up, which is always good because you get new followers and stuff. You get like, over a million views and stuff like that so you're like ah the eyeballs they're spreading the word is spreading but then you get a load of new followers and messages and likes and comments and you're just like alright let's keep up with these let's keep chit chatting away let's get them out to the show let's fill up the shows let's make more money let's keep living the life and then you're just like ah but imagine if you sat down with someone and just read a book or you did something deeper Deeper than a shallow puddle of water. It's good and bad. I'm just trying to get off it. I'm going to definitely start deleting it from my phone. See if I can do it for the day. Checking in the morning. Checking at night. And then in the meantime, I'll take up meth. Try to do dry January. Not happening. Not happening. I fucked up. I forgot it was January. Went boozing. Should have stayed on dry January. The rain as well makes me remember times that I went out boozing. I'm like, ah, oh, that was dumb. That was dumb. Like this one time, came home, woke up, wallet, not there. My watch, not there. I was missing a chain, but my ID was there. And I was like, that makes no sense. And then my brain would start making up stuff. It'd be like, this is what I think happened that one time. Either I was waiting for an Uber and I got robbed and I couldn't fully remember it, like pickpocketed. Or I came back to my place 
And while I was opening the door to come into the apartment building, I was so hammered. I thought I was in my room getting ready for bed. And I took off my chain and I took off my watch and I took my wallet out of my pocket and I put it on the little step by the front door of the apartment building and then I went inside as if I was going into bed. I don't know. That's one scenario my brain made up to figure out what what happened that time. That's the name of the game. What happened that time? Maybe it's time to just let it go. What happened that time? It's gone. Forget about it. I feel like that's the worst thing about being the Catholic Irish upbringing. You just can't forget about it. You'll remember forever, and then you'll die, and you'll be happy. Because you're going to heaven. But then you get to heaven, and God will be like, Nah, you aren't a good Christian Catholic fucker. You can't come in. Stuck down in purgatory. You, you might be in hell, but you're, you're definitely not up here in heaven with the, with the good fellas. And you'll be like, come on. Come on, Jesus, let us in, God. Come on, God. And they'd be like, no, get the fuck away. The bouncers will come out and they'll beat the shit out of you. You can't get into heaven. It's a VIP club that you just don't have the money for. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Imagine if you had to pay money to get into heaven. And you're just like, yeah, it's like Soho House. Who referred you? Uh, Jane and um, uh, Simon. Simon, the car wanker. They said I was good to go. And they'd be like, well, Simon wanks in his car. So that's a, a negative for you. And Jane, there's no Jane by that name. She left the company. You're like, come on, God, let me in. They're like, you're not good enough to Soho House or Heaven. So go fuck yourself and go back down there to Earth. And you'll be like, okay. Thanks, God. Back down with the metheads. So, like, oh, that was the whole story. This dude, homeless dude, um, stole parcels from me Christmas Day or something. I wasn't here. And I didn't even know what half the stuff was, but I know I was missing one white top. Lovely white top. Very nice white top. And my building manager was like, yeah, I checked the, I checked the, uh, the videotapes and for some reason UPS left it outside at four in the morning. Thanks, UPS or FedEx, one of those fuckers. Uh, and a homeless guy came along and just ripped open all the boxes and took everything. So then I was coming back from the gym. I went to the gym and then I was like, oh, do you know what I like after the gym? Some nice beans. I went to go buy some beans. Jesus, I'm a simple, simple man. I went to go buy beans. And I was by Ralph's, which is always surrounded by metheads. And I was walking along. And I always hear this dude shouting and screaming and just rip-roaring. He's just, he's annoying. He's an annoying homeless fighter because he's not like... He's just like, is this guy mental? What's happening here? Does he have guns? Is he fucking going to stab someone? Just be chilled. He's just screaming nonsense. And you're just like, eyes on meth. And I'm walking by him. And he's just like shouting. And he's doing meth on this little side of the street. He looks weird as fuck too. Like he's got dreads, but he's bald. It's odd. And then I see he's wearing my top. The white top. The lovely white top. And I was like, oh, well, that's. Because it has this thing on the chest. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's the top. Postmodern. There it is. That's the top. That's the dude that stole my shit. And you're just like, super. And then it's weird. You're, it's weird when, like, you're like, oh, I got 
if you're put in a situation where you just got to be like, ah, oh, yeah, step up here. I just can't. I should have been like, all right, fuck it. You won this round, buddy. You won this round. But then I was like, nah, that's my top. That's my Christmas present. You stole, you stole Christmas. You stole my youth from me. And I was just saw him, and he was looking at me, and he was, just did some meth. He was smoking some shit. And I was like, hey, man, that's my top. And he just started shouting at me. But, like, complete nonsense, complete nonsense. Absolute harsh shit coming out of his mouth. Like, it made it perfect English, but all of it made no sense. And he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, that's my top. And then I realized, oh, we both sound, the methead and me with my accent, we kind of sound the same, shouting back and forth at each other. And then I didn't even realize he had a fucking hammer in his hand. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, Christ. But he threw it at me in a way that was like, it was like he lobbed it up for me to catch. And I was like, oh, this is this is awkward. And I caught it. But he was trying to hurt me, but also he threw it in a poor way. And I caught it, and I was like, am I Thor? What's happening? And then I didn't know what to do with it, so I threw it in a bush. And then I didn't know what to do with my beans and whatnot. And long story short, he still has my top. He still has my top. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to get it back. I already got a replacement one. Imagine he was like, here's your top back. And I was like, thanks, man. I'll never wear it. I'm not wearing a homeless man's methead top. I'll just be like, what has he done in this? And then he'll be like, yeah, some, some dude who's addicted to Instagram and Twitter. Uh, he made me, he made me, uh, he stole my top from me. There was even a woman at one point being like, ah, oh, the metheads are fighting. And I was like, I'm not a fucking methead. I'm coming back from the gym. This dude stole from me. But it all came out in a ramble, I'd say. Oh, that's what they hear when I speak. That's what they hear. It's great times. Great times. I missed that top. But at least I caught the hammer. Didn't get a hammer in the head. I remember I was trying to tell people this, and I realized now that, oh, that was the weirdest part about it. It didn't even, like, that little transaction wasn't even weird. It almost felt, oh, this is just normal LA, which is another weird way to think. You're like, oh, this place is mental but then you're like no it's actually just everyday occurrence in LA and you're numb you're numb to it all I am numb to the weirdness now which is fucking superb just numbing my brain with the smartphone numb it down numb it down baby dumb me the fuck down some homeless dude throws a hammer at my head and I'm just like ah we got away with that one again lads we got away with that one we're still alive Dry January, you're still alive. Alive and kicking. At least that's what I tell myself. Until I go to the woods. To the woods for a week. I'll be like Bonnie Vare. I'll go to the woods and I'm going to write an album of... I'd say if I went to the woods for a month, I'd write a book at least. Probably a lot of sex poem books. Because, uh, you know, you just be horny there in the woods. <laughs> you could sit anywhere and I'd be like, ah, you be horny in the city. Yeah, you be horny in your car. Yeah, you be horny right in the woods. Ah, by the beach. Very horny. You'd be like, hee-haw. 
the hee-haw horniness would come out. Anywhere you go, ah, it's the old hee-haw horniness strikes again. And then people are like, what the fuck are you on about? Get out of our little cafe in the woods. You can't be coming in here talking about horns again, Irish guy. And you'd be like, ah, where are my can of beans and my hammer? I wonder, how long do you think you'd survive in the woods? Wouldn't be bad. I remember, like, in Ireland, we'd go to my grand's house, which is in the middle of nowhere. Nowhere, nowhere, nowhere. Just surrounded by green fields and cows. One shop that had a pub and a post office. And then there was another pub across the way. And I think there was another pub across the way, too. Three, two pubs at least, maybe three, in this tiny little spot. And you're just surrounded by woods. And you just walk down fields, down lanes, say hello cows. The cows will say something back and you'd be like, what the fuck did you say to me, cow? You try and fight a cow. So I'd spend the days, you'd be fighting cows back in Ireland. You'd be like, come on, cow, fucker. And then the cow would be like, you got to sort out your toxic masculinity. And you'd have to be like, nah, just, that's not a problem in life. If you disagree with me, I'll fight you. And then you'd be fighting the cow because you got toxic masculinity issues and then you'd be beating the shit out of the cow and you'd be like how'd you like this with your milk that's gonna fuck up my stomach later in life and the cow's gonna be like why don't you just drink almond milk or drink oats milk and i'd be like oats milk smells like tastes like whale sperm just beating on this cow move into the other ooh, into the other other beating the shit out of the cow beating it all the other cows and bulls would be like, who's this crazy fucker? And he'd be like, ah, he's got a social media problem. That's why he's now mental. He used to good, enjoy a book, sit down, not check his phone. But now he's a crackhead. Now he's a crackhead tweaking out on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and then the cow, you're beating the shit out of it. And then the cow stands up and he's like, hey, how do you even know what whale sperm tastes like? And you, I'll have to say, I just assume... That's how it is. I've never tasted sperm that I know of. That's another thing. You never know if someone's after tempering your food, your drinks, whatever, with some sperm. It's hard to tell people. you got to be vigilant. Take out a pH test kit thingamajig. Be like, ah, oh, it's a high alkaline levels in this here potato mash. <laughs> I think there's sperm in there, and the chef will pop his head out the window, and he'd be like, "You caught me! I had a little, I had a wee wank into your potatoes." You know that stuff happens, but you don't really know when it happens, and you won't know unless they say, "Oh, the chef was finally after twenty years in the top restaurant. The chef was finally outed as masturbating into the mash." And you'd just be at home and be like, "I used to eat there every Sunday." And then your wife will be like, well, did you order potatoes? And you'll be like, I ordered two rounds. They were so creamy. And then your wife will be like, well, you've tasted man's sperm. And it's not even your own sperm. So now, so now the marriage has taken a change. Now there's been a power shift. I remember I was working in a restaurant or a hotel back in Cork in Ireland. And, uh. The head chef, they used to do like big weddings and stuff and banquets and stuff like that. And the chef would just be like, how's that mashed potato? He was in the back. How's that mashed potato tasting? And they'd just have big vats of uh, mashed potato and whatnot. Vegetables, roast beef, the whole shebang. 
and he just dip his hand like he wouldn't even look for a fork or a spoon. He just like dip his hand into the mash. He tasted it and then he put it back. He was like, "Good go, ship it out." And this guy, had the worst eczema ever. It was disgusting, manky. To go there and I'd be like, uh, "Don't fucking taste, don't taste that mash because there's a man's flaky skin is probably in there." He's flakiness. He definitely has flaky fingers. So, you know, steer clearer. And they'd tell me the bride and the groom be like, stop ruining our wedding day. And I'd have to apologize. And I'd, I'd ruin the day. I'd ruin the day for them. Um, but, yeah, that's that's how. That's probably what I'd do if I, if I lived in the woods for a week. Beat the shit out of cows. Fight them. Then go making mash for people. Fighting, fighting. I feel like... Social media too is uh it's like like the other day a girl was like, Oh, I should come over and I was like, I just made a cup of tea. <laughs> I chose tea over sex, people. I chose tea over sex. You should come over and it should be like, Ah, oh, I just made a cup of tea. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry about that, but you know these tea bags—they're shipped in from Ireland, and they're uh, they're expensive to get over here, but they're also worth it. They're gold, pure gold. So um, I'm going to have to decline your offer because you gotta go to sleep soon, and I want to enjoy this cup of tea. I want to sip away, and I don't wanna, don't wanna rush the tea. Unlike love making, I'll never rush a cup of tea. There's a fact. <laughs> I like doing giving tea too much weight over sex. And that's um fair and you know slightly true. Tea is a tea is a rarity in LA. Nice tea, nice cup of tea, all very rare. Sex, time doesn't. On the footsteps, out the doorsteps, right outside the door, anywhere you look, in your car, you could be having sex all over the shop. But tea or oh, good cup does not worse than when you make a cup of tea. And then you go into a different room and you're like, oh, just let the tea set. And then you get distracted by fucking Instagram or something, Twitter. You go online, you're like, I got to pay that bill. And then you get distracted and you're like, why am I on Amazon ordering ordering shoe polish? What am I doing with my life? And then you go back outside and it's 45 minutes later. And you see that sad cup of cold tea on the kitchen counter. Oh, it's so sad. You forgot to take the tea bag out. It's now too strong and it's now too dark. And you don't even insult me by saying, stick it in the microwave. Go fuck yourself right up the ringer. Never, never do that. Never make a cup of tea in the microwave. Are you insane? Are you trying to hurt my family? Are you trying to bring, bring disdain on the country of Ireland? Even though tea is Chinese, we we feel like, Irish people, we feel like we own tea, we've made it, it's ours, tea, tea to us is like Paddy's Day to Americans, they think they own it, it's theirs, let them have it, that's how the Chinese should feel about us with our tea, let the Irish have it, let them drink 10 to 12 cups a day, and just have a nicer way of life, Jesus, just remembering life up in San Fran where my cousins live, I'm drinking tea all day. They're not even on Twitter or their Facebook, not, no Instagram. You'd be like, oh, yeah, they're way happier. Way happier. But, you know, I suppose you take you take the highs with the lows. 
Still can't, still can't buy a jacket to save my life. Thank God that homeless dude didn't steal the jacket too. I finally stole a watch. Um, I bought this new jacket. Ah, oh, online. Jesus, we need. To, if you're on the online fucking shop, what are you doing? Why did you keep lying? So I went on All Saints to buy a jacket. It's like ah, oh, plain black, beautiful. Finally, a black jacket. And I was like, I wonder what size. I wonder what size. I know what size jumper I take. I know what size shirt I take. But jacket size. What size, I wonder. Because um, I feel like, I don't know if I have a weird body or just a mental brain. It's, it's one or the other. Do I have a stunning body and a stunning brain? That's what a lot of people will think, no doubt. They'll be like, ah, you're stunning all around. Even though you chose tea over sex, you're you're a clever man. You're clever, 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 clever man. Clever man. Clever man, I said to myself in the mirror before crying myself to sleep. Um, so it says like on that website, they're like, oh, this dude is 6'2", 190. He wears a medium. And I'm like, I'm either 6'2", or 6'3", 190. I should wear a medium. Doesn't look tight. I order it. It arrives. It doesn't not fit is the best description I can say. It doesn't not fit. Does it fit? It doesn't not fit. <laughs> Which is annoying as fuck. Yeah, it doesn't not fit. Is it short? Kind of, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe? Kind of? Slightly? What's the other size look like? And then I checked and they didn't have any large. It sold out. So I was like, well, it's medium or large. Or it's medium or nothing. And then people were like, oh, yeah. Some people were like, nah, it suits you. And then other people were like, nah, you should get a larger. And I was like, ah, oh, if I have to get a large, that means I have to return this one back online. Then I have to order another one from England and wait two weeks for that to arrive. And then you're just on your own at home in the rain. And you're like, I'm going to look in every mirror in my apartment. I'm going to go into the spare bedroom. I'm going to go into my bedroom. I'm going to go into the kitchen. I'm going to go to the living room mirror. Every mirror in every toilet. And you're like, does this fit? And you take 900 photos. Start texting people. Texting people you don't even know. Texting away. And you're like, hey, hey. Hey girl invited me over for a cup of tea and I chose or for sex and I chose tea. Oh, that'd be a great way. There's a way to get a guy over. Hey, come over for a cup of tea. Over I come. Looking forward to my cup of tea. Little do I know you're gonna prey on me for sex. Sneaky, but I like it. Sneaky, but I like it. It's a sneaky, yes. Do I like it? I do. I do like it. And then I come over and there's no tea. I'm like, where the fa where where's the tea? No tea. That's another bad thing about fucking this oat milk. It doesn't make tea nicer. I'm gonna have to buy. It. I'm gonna have to go back to new to new milk to the to the same old old milk. Um. So yeah, I be texting people. Does this jacket fit? And here's the here's why I'm particularly dumb. Um. Because I'll try and take flattering pictures and good angles so it looks like it fits. And I'm like. Ah, yeah, and they're like, no, it looks like it's, it kind of looks big. And I'm like, no, that's definitely the angle. But I won't tell them because I'm lazy and I don't want to have to box it up, buy a box. I have to buy tape. 
I have to print out a, a shipping return form. I don't want to do any of that. No printer. I don't want to go to the post office. I don't want to ship it back. But then do I want to have a small jacket? And then you're just like, and then it says, oh, I checked the website again. And it was like, it's a short cut. And I was like, ah, oh, why, what? And then I went to the shop and I was like, it says online medium. She's like, yeah, they, they kind of, they trick you. They use flattering angles. And I'm like, ah, oh, they, they do what I do to myself. Well played, all saints. Well played. Got to the point. I was texting this one girl um, who sound. I'm a fan. And then I realized I was texting too much about a jacket. Too, too much about a jacket. And it it ended with, uh, she said, well, this is interesting stuff. And then I felt this shame and disappointment that I was dull. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Oh, Jesus, I'm, I'm not, I'm a dull motherfucker. I've gotten too comfortable here. And I'm talking about a jacket to someone I barely know. Why am I why am I being an idiot? And then you just go and you just go on social media and you forget about your being an idiot and your lack of uh, deep personal relationships in your own life because you're clicking on pictures and you're like, Oh that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Oh click nice, nice, nice and then you're like let's ask someone else about this jacket. A girl actually hit me up. She's like, why are you such an idiot? This is disappointing. And I was like, oh, I'm only joking about the jacket. This other girl was like, yeah, I got a big work promotion. And I was like, oh, yeah, you work in fashion. Quick question. Does this jacket fit? And you're just like, oh, God. Eventually you start hating yourself. And that's when, you know, it's, it's nice. That's when you go and you have a cup of tea and you let the rambles kick in. So you're probably saying, all right, motherfucker, you've spoken about this jacket for so long. What did you do? I now have I have the medium in a box waiting to be returned. I've ordered a large, just waiting for it to arrive. It's going to arrive. I'm going to put it on. I don't even care at this point if it fits. Who cares? I know already that the disappointment overall of the whole situation will leave me unhappy with the jacket. So let's move on. Let's move on with our lives as much as we can. I know a lot of you are like, what's... What's what's going on with his with his head? And you're like, I don't know. I held the door the other day for a, a Russian dude at the gym, and he just looked at me, and he just said, "I am not woman," <laughs> and he wouldn't go through the door. He he wouldn't. I was like, ah, at least my head isn't as fucked up as his. You can't walk through the door. Just being polite. In you go. Shimmy on in there, buddy. I am not woman. I am sorry. And then I remember this other Russian girl before. What she said me? Oh, you're not a you're not a strong man. <laughs> you're not a real man. It's like why? Oh, because I had cat allergies and I couldn't stop sneezing. I was just like, well, it's not my fault. I'm alert. Oh, you're you're not a strong man. As if those strong men would be like, no cat allergies. Don't, you're not fucking fighting me in here. I'm going to beat you. Did you ever uh, go to uh, someone's house for a bit of the old hanky-panky, as they call it, hanky-panky, and you're defeated by cat allergies? Oh, it's the most fun. The most fun. You don't even 
want to have sex. Do you ever get cat or it's brutal? You can't breathe. Your eyes are pink and you're crying. You're sneezing. You're getting this dry heave, breathing, whatever the fuck is going on. And then you're meant to be like, oh, come here, baby. Come here, baby. Let's have some sex. Let's. Another thing I'd never do, I'd never fall asleep in a cup of tea. I'd never. That's one thing I like to do during oral sex is fall asleep, both giving and receiving. <laughs> I was saying that joke to my buddies the other day. It made, it made me laugh. Did it make them laugh? I think so. I just fell asleep giving oral sex. One thing, fall asleep getting it. But giving it, you're just like, oh, that'd be hilarious. Oh, that'd be so good. You're down there. You're you're confused. You're confused. Where is, where is the gene spot? <laughs> and she's like, ah, you're like, where is the gene spot? She's like, the gene spot. You're like, yeah, the gene spot. Tell me where the gene spot is, please. And she's just like, what the fuck? And you're like, we don't do this in Ireland. Please inform me where the gene spot is. She's like, oh god, just stop. And you're like, no, nah, just I like your thighs. I'm just gonna rest my head. I'm just going to rest my head here in your thigh. You rest it on your... You rest the head in the supple thigh. Supple thigh. Supple. Very supple. It's like, oh, she she lotions these thighs. They're like a pillow. Next minute you know you're asleep. <laughs> you're asleep. And she's texting her ex. Being like, can you please come over in 25 minutes? I need to get laid. And then she kicks me out and the ex comes over and they have that hatred. They need to have the good sex. Because that's what you need to have good sex, isn't it? Hatred. Hmm. Sounds like a very healthy and um, interesting situation I have going on with sex. Um, interesting stuff. Oh, yeah, that was a great line. Interesting stuff. You've been talking about jackets probably talking about my hair i was probably talking about porridge you know i can't talk to people anymore because social media just has it all haha <laughs> yeah good one nice okay i don't know i wouldn't know how to sleep next to you in a bed but haha <laughs> okay let's get drunk then then we're good then we're golden maybe i can fall asleep during oral sex giving or receiving and i'll tell you about the time a russian guy said to me i am not woman as i held the door for him that was nice of him. It's weird how many weirdos are out there. There's a dude that comes to shows and he's always asking me to follow him <laughs> after shows on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm just like, nah, because <laughs> I don't want to. And he's like, you should really. And he's telling me he's got famous friends and he's got friends and relations that have lots of followers and he shows me these people on instagram as if i'm gonna be like oh you know these people cool i'll definitely follow you so oh it's insane i've seen this so many times he came up to me the other night after a show and he was like that was funny but you still haven't followed me and i was like ah oh, is this guy gonna stab me He's got that stabby look in the eyes. Is he going to stab me? Oh, Jesus. Some some strange people out there, but you know, I'm pretty strange here too, so we all. At least I know I'm not dangerously strange. 
you know, just out there. Out there. I don't have HIV. That's a good thing. Myself and my buddy were out the other night. We were walking past this HIV van. If you walk past that van on a night out, and it's just, you're like, ah, uh, you have to get tested. Even if you don't think you have HIV, which I don't. But if you see that van, it'd be like someone being like, yeah, just let's, you want a, a one minute thing to make sure you don't have this bad disease? And you'd be like, it just takes one minute. And they're like, yeah, one minute. And you're like, you'd see a bus. They've had buses driving around being like, free HIV. This was a van. I'm surprised there hasn't been a HIV plane yet. Some guy parachutes out. You wanna see if you have HIV? Here are some free condoms too. And I was like, ah, well, I have to. I was only out here to buy some milk, and now I'm getting another AIDS test. And then one time, the dude was sitting there, and he was just like, he loved my accent. Um, and he was just being weird, and he was like, oh, so you know, you want some condoms? And I was like. Nah, I'm good. Thank you. And he was like, "Oh, oh, you." <laughs> I was even asking. He was like, "Oh, you probably want. You probably need the bigger size, do you?" Trying to like figure out. So what is disappointing too when you realize that magnums come in normal size and they have a larger size, and you're like, "Ah, that makes sense. Someone, someone's got an elephant dick out there." First time I saw a Magnum XL on the floor, I thought it was um. I thought someone dropped like a sheet of tin foil, aluminum, whatever you call it in America, aluminati. I was like, what the hell is this? I picked it up and I was like, why is there so much packaging? This is a condom? What the fuck is happening here? Blew my mind. Blew it. I was like, what? So then this (laughs) this dude in the HIV van, which is nice. If there was a HIV van in Ireland, ah, the ridicule. Some dude was driving around in his van. Who wants to be tested for AIDS? Uh, and he started going, oh, well, you know, do you want? Do you need help putting on a condom? <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, do you need to, to know how to put on a condom? I wanted to say, yeah, because I, I still don't know if it's inside or out or not. I don't really know. You can't really ask someone, hey, how would you put on a condom? So he left me in a bit of a predicament. Here I was in HIV van. This dude who I didn't realize was being creepy and trying to... They have little cornered off sections. So we were behind a cornered off door. He's now been like, we just have to wait a minute for the results. And in that minute, he's asking me, oh, you want me to put on a condom and show you how to do it? And that's the thing that I always wondered in life. How would you put on a proper condom? How would you put it on properly? And here I had it. I had my chance in the HIV van. That was that was the real test, I suppose. Was I going to was I going to say yes? And he said, "If you want me to show you how to put on a condom on your own penis, I can do that." And I was like, "Oh, you're a creepy old fucker, huh? You're a creepy little fuck, huh? Creepy creep." So I declined. I passed the test. I declined. I still don't know put on a condom. I put it on sideways. Uh, don't know if that works. I uh, use the scissors at times if I can't fit into it or if it doesn't fit. I like to double it up, double it up like a sleeve. I'll pull it back and I'll pull it back over and then good to go. And then you find out you don't have AIDS and you don't have syphilis and then you're dancing. You're like, well, this night is already better. It makes your night better. You're like, woo, 
This is great news. This is superb. We're good to go, lads. We're out dancing with the lads. Cheers, HIV van. And then the van pulls away and you'll be like, was that a really HIV van or just two dudes in a white van? <laughs> two dudes in a white van driving around be like, oh, you want me to show you plan a condom on your dick? Well, that's cool. That's cool that we were now veered into that. You know, I tried to keep this podcast uh, clean, clean and healthy, like my penis, but uh, veered, veered drastically off and i blame the weather i blame the weather for that and uh you know next time next time hopefully i'll keep it clean people have been asking me i wonder what me to do with just a sex podcast which i wonder more or less is more or less is maybe i'll invite some guests on to talk about sex nah that'd be brutal i can i don't mind doing it on my own but if i was talking to people I'd just be like, whoa, 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 buddy. There's no need to say that in, in real life to my face. No, thank you. Let's move on. What kind of music do you, do you like? Hey, this interview was meant to be about sex, but now we're going to talk about, hey, what kind of milk do you like? Oh, oat milk? Isn't that spermy? And they'll be like, yeah, I douse it over my face. All right, that was too 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 much, too much, too much. Alright, that's the podcast. Go on, hit me up. Oh no. See, here we go again. Hit me up on crack crack line. Twitter at Trickadoo. Instagram at the Marquez. Go read my books. Be like write more books. Stop wasting your brain on social media, you dumb, dumb, dumb whore. Um Alright, that's it. Go on, go on, sir. Good duck, good duck. Good duck, good duck, good duck, good duck, good duck.